0: What's his name? Uh, Tony Evans. No, the guy on The Simpsons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
1: which, there's a lot of guys on The Simpsons, Ryan.
0: Um, Kodak. <laughs> Modoc. I have no idea who you're talking about. Kodos. Kodos.
1: The alien guy.
0: Yeah. Uh We just saw a <laughs> bumper sticker that was incredibly old okay on the back of this Domino's delivery truck
2: mm-hmm. truck I
0: say truck it was a car um it wasn't the Pizza Planet truck <laughs> and uh w- the bumper sticker had like an, a part that was totally washed away by the years of sun and weather and then underneath that part it said, I voted for Kodos. <laughs> I think his name is Kodos. <laughs> um and um because the other guy is Kang, right? Yeah. That sounds right, I think.
3: It
1: does sound right.
0: Uh I never watched enough of The Simpsons to Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Uh but my Futurama knowledge is ridiculous. Out the room. <laughs> yeah. Um so the people in the car were wondering who Kodos was, and I said, I bet he's a <laughs> fictional person, and I bet that used to say, Don't blame me, comma. Mm-hmm. I voted for Kodos. This guy also had a a bumper sticker for a sub sandwich place and not a bumper sticker but crawled scrawled with like marker it said World War Three Blues across the back of the car.
1: Aww.
0: Yeah. Sounds like a classy guy. Yeah. Yeah. If you need one person to deliver your Domino's pizza to you, (laughs) you want it to be this guy.
1: I mean, I only do need one at a time, so it might as well be that guy.
0: You've tried the rest.
1: Now try that guy. Yes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm going to take this opportunity to say... This is the podcast Clash of the Typ and I'm Ryan.
1: Hi, Ryan. I'm Jenny. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Ryan. Jenny, I'm Hamish. Hi, Hamish. Hi, Hamish. Hi.
0: We never do the introductory part anymore.
1: No, we never... Did we? Is that a thing that we ever did?
0: I think at some point we made some sort of effort to... Like introduce this like it was a thing that people were going to listen to, instead of just doing a sync a clap and then
2: Aww.
0: running off into nonsense. I
2: might be remembering wrong, well, but I think there
0: there was at least one episode where
2: you didn't introduce the guest and only said their name, like
0: just oh, at some point. <laughs>
1: Did we ever explain Jim or what was happening that entire time? I don't time? think
0: we explained Jim. <laughs>
1: <because> <laughs> Jim has a tendency to discombobulate things.
0: Oh no, Jim, we we did eventually get to, like, and it was after we'd been playing for a while uh-huh. that he said, well, I'm the guy who made Frog Fractions. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I ain't, I ain't listened to that recently. I, I forgot that you actually recorded that a while ago. Yes. And we're recording this on,
1: <laughs>
0: and it'll be released, you know, probably in 2096. Boy. We'll be dead by then. Huh. Maybe you'll be dead by then.
1: Yeah, Ryan will be like, I can't die, I have to edit and release this Clash of the Type-Ins.
0: That's right, like that Borges story.
1: <laughs> Where that guy can't die until he's edited and released an episode of Clash of the Type-Ins?
0: He's um, like the firing squad is right there and he prays, please God, let me finish editing this podcast. And God grants him a miracle. Really specific story. Yeah. Yeah. Borges was big into describing um, fictional works instead of actually writing them. So he would write a whole story about a guy who recorded and edited a podcast, (laughs) and he would describe the weird qualities of that podcast, but he would never actually record and edit that podcast.
1: I think that's so great.
0: Yeah, and then people keep on making his things real. They made the Garden of Forking Paths into the Choose Your Own Adventure novel. They made the Library of Babel into a creepy website <laughs> I, I don't so anything to say of... to that I'm sorry
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, why are you the guest on our show Hamish well I think I think it was because I pestered you about it
2: <laughs> <laughs> that helped that did help Yeah. well it's it because I wrote a game yay yay um, I suppose I should mention, um, I wrote it for what was called Comp 2015, which was run by, um, Caroline, sorry, Caroline, I can never pronounce her last name,
0: um, Van-Seltine? I'm not, I'm not gonna try. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've never tried in my life. Carolyn Van Eseltine?
0: That sounds better.
1: Does it, it run with be. Ovaltine, do we
0: think? It might be Van Tyne. It
1: could be Van Tyne,
0: Which actually sounds more super villainous.
1: Either way, it doesn't rhyme with Carolyn. I don't know what her parents were doing, giving her a first name that was never going to rhyme with her last name, but just be close enough to hit that uncanny valley. Yeah. Yeah.
3: There was uh, some bad cool job, people, Carolyn's
0: sure. parents.
1: It should be Carolyn Van Esselton or nothing. That's um, what I think.
0: Okay. So from now on, we'll call her nothing.
1: Oh no! Oh, that's really dehumanizing and invalidating.
0: Once had a name, now <laughs> exists only as a shadow. Oh no!
3: I you hope notice that these sentences don't
0: have subjects. <laughs> Play a game so, about the yeah. person who write, writes these games. That that sounds great, actually.
1: <laughs> that would be pretty good.
0: So, um, what is the name of the game that you wrote? The game is called Endless Sands. Okay. Um, Do you have it open in front of you? I do,
2: I do, actually.
1: And this was your first game, and you wrote it in Form 7?
0: That's right, yes. Um, (laughs) My
2: first game ever, so it's it's kind of a mess. I fixed up what I could, but
0: uh, there's always more work to do, you know. Yeah. And we're very forgiving. We are so forgiving. Since our listeners might not be forgiving, <laughs> let us chide them in advance <laughs> not to judge.
1: hmm Well... I mean, I I thought it was pretty solid when I beta-tested it, honestly. Oh, thank you.
0: Oh, that's right. Good job explaining that you beta-tested it.
1: <laughs> I did. So you're going to be driving, Ryan.
0: Okay. So, why don't you read the text of the story...
2: Okay, I will do that. Um, (laughs) Uh, I'll warn you, sorry, the introduction introduction bit is actually a bit too long, maybe. But um, I'll let you know when you can actually contribute. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Darkness. It's so dark, you can't see a thing. Where are you? How did you get here? And what the hell is that buzzing noise? Let's see. What do you remember? Well, you remember your name, your favorite color, and the fact that you're a vampire. Okay, but the main things are still there. How about more recent events? What's the last thing you remember? It's a bit hazy, but you think you'd just gotten up and dressed, ready to face the night. You were just getting some cereal for breakfast. It still counts as breakfast if you're eating it at 7pm, right? Then suddenly, you felt a splitting pain in the back of your head. And then, nothing. Your head is swimming, but you're pretty sure it still hurts. Uh, Now you can enter a command. (laughs)
0: Okay. Uh, Wait, was there a a banner text? Not yet.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, no! Oh, gosh. Oh, okay. Oh, suspense.
0: (laughs) Ah, jeez. I'm on (laughs) tenterhance. Uh, uh, examine me. Gotta be. Whoops. The only first command for me.
1: (laughs) You're not an inventory guy?
2: Suddenly you realize you can't move. You start to panic. Help. Uh What the hell's going on? You struggle fruitlessly for a bit, but stop when you hear someone moving around. Then comes a voice you recognize, somehow managing the sound, both cheerful and threatening, simultaneously. Rise and, Sorry. Rise and shine, sleepyhead. Oh great, it's her. Press any key to continue. Any. <laughs> yeah. oh. You winces a sack is removed from your head, with minimal care to avoid your injury. And blink as your eyes adjust. Everything's a bit fuzzy, and the fact that the entire room seems to be shaking doesn't help. But you see the shape of three people in front of you. Looking down you see the blurry outline of rope that's keeping you on what you assume is the least comfortable chair in the world. <laughs> something thumps under your foot Th- something thumps under the floor and causes the whole room to jump. And that's when you realise you're in the back of a moving truck, travelling somewhere bumpy. The figures slowly come into focus, and standing in front of you is the vampire queen, flanked by two large men, who you can only guess are her bodyguards. She looks at you with a smile and shakes her head, clearly amused by your predicament. Naughty, naughty, she says in her annoying sing-song voice. You live in my town, you have meant to follow my rules. I really expected better from you. And to recommend.
0: Um, I want to examine... Examine Vampire Queen
2: <laughs> Oh, sorry, I forgot about this <laughs> Um You start to protest, but she holds her you know, she holds up a hand to stop you and continues talking. I mean really, oh, okay. you should be ashamed. I work so hard to do what's best for the vampire community, but people like you just don't make it easy. Her bodyguards stifle a giggle, and then. Uh, Yeah, sorry. There there are a few um, bits where you're meant to enter a command and it just ignores it and she keeps talking. (laughs) And I forgot about that. Sure, (laughs) sure. I've I've been there. Um, Um, You try protesting again, but when when you decide to ignore her hand, she just talks over you even louder. You give the rest of us a bad name, so I'm afraid it's goodbye. Your eyes widen in shock, and she laughs. Oh, don't worry. I'm not going to kill you. I'm not a monster. I'm just exiling you to the middle of the desert for your crimes. You have no memory of any crimes. Uh, You've always been a good citizen, or at least an adequate one. Great. This is what you get for being a vampire living under a totally corrupt ruler. She grins widely at you. Any questions, she asks. Press any key to continue.
0: So this is a metaphor for Australian politics.
3: Ah.
0: Oh, any key. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay.
2: In the back of a truck. Um, The men glare at you as the vampire queen gives you an incredibly unsettling smile. It's the kind of smile that says I'm genuinely happy to see you because I really
0: want to stab someone. Now you can enter an actual command. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, examine Vampire Queen, please. A <laughs> um, dark-eyed, dark-haired, and small-framed. This is a woman who both
2: looks beautiful and terrifying simultaneously. You're not actually sure what her real name is, but she's confident enough in her power that she makes everyone call her the Vampire Queen, even though technically she's only the mayor. She basically <laughs> runs <the laughs> She basically runs the entire town, though, bribing and threatening and or threatening anyone she needs on her side, and making your enemies disappear without a trace. Looking at your current situation, now you're thinking she makes them disappear into the desert. Ah, what a bitch. You can't believe you thought she
0: was hot. Can we say bitch on this program? I don't know, Ryan. You're the
1: one with the swears (laughs) rule.
0: Yeah. Huh. Actually, when I was writing this, I thought I'd taken
2: care to not write any swear words, and I kind of forgot I left that one in. (laughs)
0: Okay.
1: I did that with Dinner Bell.
0: Um, I think if that's the only one, then we can let it slide because I'm operating under primetime network TV rules. Okay.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> well, if there's another, I'll point it out
2: and you can make the call, I guess.
1: You know, I, anecdote <laughs> I have a coworker who will be talking about her dog and be careful to refer to him as a son of a gun. <laughs> like, if there was what? ever a time when you were justified in calling someone a son of a bitch, it's your dog. Who is a literal son of a literal... B-
2: yeah. Maybe its parents, one of its parents, was called Gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> Let's go
1: with
2: Maybe that. Maybe
0: it was a, uh, a situation where, like, the parents were a gun and a Pegasus.
1: Oh, and, and they produced a dog?
0: When you shot the (laughs) Pegasus, where its blood fell on the ground, puppies sprang up. up. Oh! Well, they were puppies at the time.
1: Have you seen that (laughs) gun on one piece that ate the dog fruit, and now it's a gun and a dog at the same time?
0: I've heard about it from From you. From me?
1: Because it's the (laughs) best thing?
0: That sounds really dangerous. (laughs) I guess so. Does it, like, shoot
2: by accident whenever it's excited or something?
1: <laughs> uh, I think it's a basset houndy kind of dog so mostly it just mopes around Got it. <laughs> yeah, whining and not shooting things. Anyway, <laughs> vampires.
0: So anyway, I I I I'm big into this vampire queen. Uh-huh. And um maybe I should examine myself though be- because I suspect we don't have long before we get up. Um, you have more important things to worry about right now. I know you
2: can examine yourself but
0: I, I think not in the introduction oh okay um uh, examine bodyguard who do you mean the one on the left or the
2: one on the right you know what never mind Whoa. they're basically the same anyway <laughs> <laughs> they're dressed in very neat formal suits and both look extremely mean and extremely large rather than being overweight though it's obvious that they're large in the even their muscles have muscles, kind of way. Even if you weren't tied up, you wouldn't even think about messing
0: with them. I've had to worry about that a few times. <laughs> uh, implementing uh, characters who there are two of, yeah. who are basically the same entity. Um, either because they're so similar or because they act together. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, think...
2: Um, well, I started with the introduction and didn't really go back to it um, after I'd learned a bit more, so I could probably do it properly now.
0: But um, I decided to just keep it like that. So internally, are they one object? Yes. Okay. Uh, What I ended up doing, or what I... After doing several versions of this, I had um, a single object that's the couple, and then parts of that are uh, the... Dude is a part of the couple, the lady is a part of the couple, and they're both people who are part of another object. Wow. <laughs> it's a That's gross. really
1: creepy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look, like, looking through the code of this game, there's a lot of
2: kind of weird examples like that where, it, I mean, while playing it, it doesn't come across the fact that, oh, well, these are actually one object. That makes no sense. Uh huh.
0: Yes. Uh, okay. I got a, um,. Uh, exit truck. Huh, I only understood you as far as wanting to
2: exit. Uh, just that works for try. Me. Just exit? No, but that doesn't work apparently. <laughs> okay. It's meant to say. I'm it, it's meant to give you a message
0: to say that you're just tied up, but, um,
2: maybe I forgot the exit
0: command. <laughs> <laughs> um, untie me. It's not gonna work. That's not a verb I recognize.
2: <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm still learning. It's fine.
0: It's fine. We can we uh, can consider this a a transcript as well. So, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna screw with you even more there. Okay, jump. <laughs> you jump yeah. on the spot. <laughs> Do I jump fruitlessly? No, just jump on the spot. <gasps> There's fruit in oh. your jump.
1: That's better than default.
0: No, because that is the new default in 6 2 oh. and 6L38. Oh. Where Graham was like, these default messages are too funny. <laughs> that's my Graham Nelson voice.
1: <laughs> um, I don't. I think you left out one of the fundamental characteristics of a Graham Nelson voice.
2: What would that be, Jenny?
1: <laughs> pip, pip, cheerio, love his English accent. What?
0: No, that's not true. <laughs> I'm Graham Good Nelson, day, and I'm here to say that this is exactly what my voice sounds like.
3: <laughs> I
1: say, sir, I must have this, <laughs> because I am Graham Nelson, and my voice sounds like this. Right? Emily shot my wife? Is that spoilers?
0: Do you have any... I UK can't remember whether we're because... supposed to know that, or... <laughs> oh, God, I <laughs> hope not. I think we all just inferred it. <laughs> and so it's this... Um, oh, there's a good parallel in some spoiler on a TV show where hmm. everyone guessed that What's-Her-Face is his daughter. That Thirteen uh, was House's daughter returned from the future. To w- uh,
1: In House? On House. There's time travel in House? That,
0: that didn't really happen, but that was <laughs> uh, okay. my friend Zack's theory.
1: Okay. So when you say everybody's theory...
0: Or, you know what? His theory didn't involve time travel. <laughs>
1: Ryan, how much of what you're saying actually happened in any kind of reality?
0: Well, depending on whether I remember correctly...
3: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: I know there's a... there's a, Somewhere, there's a good example of a fan theory that is so obviously the case that mm. it never has to be confirmed on the show or in the canon because it would be a waste of time to confirm it.
1: Like that Bones and Spock were lovers?
0: Sure. Okay. Did you just
1: make that up? Yes. No.
0: <laughs> Isn't it supposed to be Bones and Kirk?
1: Um, or Spock think, and Kirk? I think you could make a case for any pair in the triad. And okay. probably the entire triad. Yep. Yep. But we're not going to do that because we got our <laughs> vampire game to play.
0: Oh, I forgot about our vampire game to play. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll say just quickly.
2: I put in. Wor- I've been working on this for the last couple of days, fixing a few bugs and, and adding a few more things. Um, uh, before you could actually write commands in this part. Um, I added that she asks if you have any questions because people were not asking her stuff and mm. oh. there's, a, there's just a buttload of actual dialogue that you can trigger that people were just like trying to look at things. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah, I think there's not necessarily an expectation that NPCs are going to be implemented Yeah. without yeah. some serious leading by the nose first.
0: Hmm. Now, was was any questions the f- last thing she said before I got a command prompt? Yes. Okay, but I just ignored that because I really wanted to examine the vampire queen. That's right. <laughs> uh, so let's ask queen about queen, as you do. Um, so you're the vampire queen, huh, you ask? She
2: smiles even more and bends forward in a slight bow. At your service, she says. Then she straightens up and gives a brief brief laugh. Oh, wait. Actually, you're at my service.
0: Oh. What a wicked jerk.
1: (laughs) Can we ask her about our crime?
0: Yeah.
2: Wait, what are these crimes you're accusing me of, you ask? She thinks for a minute and then shrugs. Drugs or maybe murder? We haven't decided yet, but believe me, we've done plenty of stuff that we need to
0: blame someone for.
3: Ooh. Mm mad
0: this is just like the Australian parliament (laughs) it's word for word (laughs) this is all based on a true story so (laughs)
3: Um,
0: ask her about bodyguards who are those guys you ask
2: she looks to both sides
0: them don't worry about them
2: they're nice she says I mean probably not to you but they're nice to me And their mothers, I suppose. (laughs) She turns to one of them and raises her eyebrow quizzically. Right? She asks. He nods in response.
0: Okay. Um, Ask bodyguard about Queen.
2: Oh. (laughs) Sorry, a lot of dialogue just happened. Um, (laughs) You open your mouth to talk to the goons, but reconsider. They seem like the type of men who let their fists do the talking, and you'd rather not be part of that conversation. And then the end of the introduction scene triggered. Oh, okay. Um, the vampire queen takes a digital watch from her pocket and checks the time. Satisfied, she knocks on the window behind the driver. All right, that's far enough, she says. The truck's slows to a halt as one of the bodyguards unties you and the other pulls the back door open. Before you can even think about fighting back, the nearest thug grabs you and hurls you out of the truck. You hit the sand with a muffled thump. Ouch. As you sit up, you blink the eyes out of your... You blink the sand out of your eyes. (laughs) Um, That's a heavy blink. (laughs) Sorry. Um, The Vampire Queen sits down on the edge of the truck with a frustrating, ever-present smile and places the watch next to her. Like I said, killing you is a big no-no, but you're in the middle of and it's only a few hours till sunrise. Better find some shelter, or else. She brings her hands together in a bowl, and then draws them slowly apart. Poof! She finishes. As you get to your feet, she throws the, she throws the watch over your head, which you hear hitting the sand. Sunrise is at about 6am. If you know what's good for you, you won't be outside when it hits, or you could just accept your fate. I don't really care. Oh, but if you do make it out of line, don't ever come back, or we'll actually properly kill you. For real this time. Good luck, loser. She blows you a kiss that, and gives you a wink that could be considered flirtatious in different circumstances, and the back door rolls shut. The truck reverses, turns, and speeds off back in the direction it came, leaving you all alone. Ugh, you can't believe this is happening to you. Why do bad things always happen to kind of average people? Letting out a big sigh, you look around you and see... Dot dot dot. Endless sands. An exploration Ooh. slash vampire survival simulator by Hamish McIntyre. Yay! Uh, release one serial number one five zero six two seven. Inform build six L three eight.
1: Wow! One
2: six slash V six point three three L A B six slash one two N.
0: Yeah, six N. Yeah, oh, I think that yeah. makes
1: us yeah. the newest.
0: That makes much more sense. Uh um, what? Sorry, what was that, Jenny?
1: I think that makes us the newest game that we've done on this podcast. Oh,
0: yeah, we haven't done one in six L thirty eight. I don't think.
1: Yeah, I don't think we've even done a six L two, unless uh, I'm forgetting something. I th-
0: think that the version of Veriditari we played might have been six L two. Six
1: L two. Okay.
0: I don't know. Anyway, it does not matter. I've, I, I think don't really actually six twelve differences.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I leave that um, to I you, don't veterans. Know the difference between six lo two and six l thirty eight, honestly.
1: I feel like they just patched a bunch of stuff.
0: Okay, um, bug fixes. Yeah. Whereas the difference between six G sixty and six lo two was a, this whole thing. Significant. Yeah. It was crazy.
1: Yeah. No, it was nuts.
0: Graham was like, I'm going to make this the best version of it <laughs> for I've ever seen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it happened.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, this, I mean... And
1: then he got his gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, this was the version I, like, started learning
0: with, so I, don't, I never had any experience mm. with any of the previous ones.
1: That's good. Yeah, just... Yeah. yeah don't even...
0: Now, when they release the next version in a mm-hmm. hundred years, you can get really mad that they changed everything.
1: <laughs> and none of your sentences work anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds, sounds like something I would do, actually. They'll change it back to end the game instead of end the story. Oh. Yeah, I did type that by accident at some point and wondered why it didn't work. For our listeners who don't program in and in, 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 program in Inform, mm-hmm. uh, you type "end the story" to make the game end. Because it's not a game; it it's, it's a story. It's it's not a game; <laughs> it's a story. Exactly. Games are for babies <laughs> exclusively. Um, yeah, um, I think actually, six <laughs> twelfth is like June of. 2012 that can't be right well, huh. the end.
3: well
1: it would be the we, 6th no. of December
0: the first game we played on this podcast was I uh, um, the 12th of June but the, the no it, June of 2012 or the 6th of December or the 12th of June or December of 2006 <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it could be the year 2012 because the first game we played on this podcast was made in 2011 and there was oh. already six twelfths N so I'm afraid that the library n- number is just random letters that happen to be the same every time hmm. can I examine me please
2: Oh, sorry. Um, you brush yourself off you're standing in the middle of nowhere next to a smooth rock about half your size You look around. It's really dark, so it's a good thing that you have fantastic night vision. That's definitely a bonus to being a vampire. To the west you can see a large cactus. To the east you see a pretty tall rock. High sand dunes block your view northwest and northeast, but you see a gap leading north between them. You see only endless sand in every other direction. The digital watch lies on the
0: ground, already half covered by sand. Endless sand. You better pick up that watch. (laughs) Take watch you pick
2: up the watch and snap it on your wrist this will make it much easier to keep track of your impending death um, so now the the command prompt uh, says the current time which is 1.45 sorry 1.54am 1
0: okay um x me
2: oh well You you know, it's been a long time since you've actually seen your reflection, since you no longer show up in mirrors, but you remember thinking you looked okay. You grab some of your hair and move it in front of your eyes, reminding yourself that it's dark red, though not naturally. Your eyes are... brown? Maybe blue? Your clothes are pretty casual, (laughs) jeans and a t-shirt for some band, but at least now you're sporting a fashionable head wound. If you'd known you would have been kidnapped in exile, you would have dressed a bit nicer for the occasion. Okay.
1: Do you ever establish gender in this?
2: I, I try, deliberately tried not to, but uh, I'm worried that something might have snuck through at some point. Mm. I'll let you know. I like
0: a steam-powered automaton. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a vampire? Yeah. A steam-powered My... vampire? A I mean, it's better than a
1: solar-powered vampire.
0: <laughs> oh, boy.
1: Yeah, that just wouldn't work.
0: Jenny, 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 (laughs) Jenny,
2: Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Um, so now that actually took one minute because I foolishly forgot to change it. So looking at stuff didn't take time. Oh boy, Um, Mm.
0: we're sure to die in the desert.
2: I I won't.
1: (laughs) We probably. I won't
2: just tell you. Every time the time goes up, unless it goes up significantly, or
0: unless you ask what the time is, because otherwise I'll just be reading it every action. Does it go up usually? Go up by one minute per action. Usually, but there are a couple things that take longer. Okay. Interesting. Um. Then let's. Um,
2: oh, I can reread
0: you. Better check the inventory. You
2: oh, inventory. You are carrying a digital watch, being worn. A shirt being worn
0: and jeans being worn. Okay, so we can get naked in the desert.
1: <laughs> um, sure.
0: And use the shirt to collect water. <laughs> Tie the shirt around our head. Uh huh. To keep the sweat out of our eyes. Do do vampires sweat? Well, it's night time now, so it's not hot. Vampires would have to be out in the sun to sweat. So they never get the chance. Well, they could just exercise that's a lot.
1: true. Yeah, they could go to the gym.
0: <laughs> sure, they say they're going to go to the gym.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: but I'm just
0: imagining just like the... Dracula's castle, and it's just a gym in the basement. <laughs> yeah. Sure. A bowling alley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. For vampires, every time they go bowling, it's cosmic bowling.
0: That was that's... solid. That was a good joke, Jenny. Uh, Wow, I've never been so
1: patronized. I'm
2: clearly
0: missing a reference here. I'm sorry.
1: I was just thinking, like, when you go bowling at midnight and they do the blacklight.
0: Oh, is that a thing? That sounds awesome. He doesn't know what cosmic bowling is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, um, Yeah. you do, like, blacklights and your balls glow.
0: (laughs) And there's, like, glow sticks. Uh Uh-huh. That
1: actually sounds great.
2: yeah, if, no. It's if cool. we have that here, it must be, you know,
0: somewhere else. <laughs> Vampires. <laughs> you
1: probably have a a great Australian name for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's called
0: it's cosmic cosmic bowling. Dreamtime bowling. <laughs> <laughs> um, we yeah. are uh, go east, which was to a cactus, right? Yes. Oh no, sorry, a rock. Um... Oh, okay. H- yeah. Here is a massive right. massive rock Maybe three times your height
2: It looks like there might be some carvings in it um, And then So after all the room descriptions There's a list of all the things In the other directions Which is probably really
0: clumsy But um, I'll, I'll stop reading them Unless you ask me to <laughs> um, Do we have any new exits from here? Uh, no um, Okay
2: Huge sand dune blocks your view north and east, and you see only endless sand mm. in every direction. Okay.
0: Then, um... Let us examine the carvings upon the obelisk.
2: <laughs> you see a bunch of carvings, mostly hearts, with pairs of initials in them. Apparently this used to be a popular place to bring a date, which seems odd in the middle of the desert. There are also some swear words, mm. and what seems to be a foot. foot- what seems to be a phone number to call for a good time. The last thing that, the thing that really draws your eye though is a deeply carved arrow pointing up. Your gaze drifts, drifts upwards and you notice some handholds leading to the top.
0: <gasps> Climb obelisk.
1: <laughs> Ryan, you're not going to get far in this desert if you can't tell a rock from a cactus or an obelisk. You can't see
0: anything like that from here. It's uh, i it's, I'm hallucinating. It's a oh. mirage. Climb the rock.
1: Are we playing the game where we record the podcast when you're in the coma?
0: Uh, we're playing Anchorhead, so I assume there's an obelisk.
1: <laughs> there is. Okay, it's going to be blood <laughs> running down some channels later. If I'd been
2: thinking, uh, I would have um, made it understand obelisk as the rock,
0: but. Um, oh. No, that's, that doesn't make any sense. I don't think
1: that's necessary.
0: No one ever said that it had sides or that it was pointy. <laughs> mm hmm. I just assumed that any tall thing with carvings on it is an obelisk, but that's... Yeah, that's
1: I'm why you keep getting thrown out of bars.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Climb rock. Okay, um, on, on top of a rock. Wow, now that you're taller than that sand dune, you can actually see quite a distance. There's not much particularly close, but way, way back south is the home you'll never see again. To the north aways, you can make out a large building. North-east... There's a strange-shaped wooden building that you think might be a small church. Northwest, Mm. you can see what you're pretty sure is an abandoned car. Off-west, you can make out a cactus, along with what must be an oasis behind it. Mm. To the east
0: is nothing except
2: endless. Wait, what's that? You see something glinting in the
0: moonlight nearby. Examine glint. Something shiny is to the east. Okay, uh, Descend Abol- <laughs> <laughs> You know what,
2: I'm just going to type down. <laughs> you start climbing, and your foot immediately slips. You give a brief yelp of surprise before your back hits the surprisingly soft sand below. You sigh, stand up, and brush yourself off. Um, the big rock is here. You briefly wonder if the wind to- could topple it. Um, but the list of exits is now the same. Uh, except you see nothing to the east but you remember seeing something shiny that way when
0: you had a better look from on top of the rock yeah let's go east Uh,
2: even though you can't see anything from your current position when you're on top of the rock you definitely saw something this way you head towards it you trudge through the sand it takes a while Uh, so that's the note the uh, note that indicates that it's taking a bit more time So that took five minutes instead of just one. Um, A strange hatch. Sticking just out of the sand is an old metal hatch with what looks like an old keycard reader on the side of it. Uh, What? You see the large rock back west, blah blah blah. Um, You notice a skeleton half buried in
0: the sand. Okay! (laughs) Now we're talking! It's not a proper game without skeletons. Yeah, mm. when I heard Vampire Queen, I was like, "This is uh-huh. probably pretty good," but, <laughs> but then I had reservations. Skeleton. Now we're somewhere between A and A plus plus. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, examine skeleton. Unlike most skeletons, you know, this one is actually
2: properly dead. You're a little rusty on the history, <laughs> but you're pretty sure that means they died a long time ago. It looks like they were trying to get into the hatch, but obviously didn't make it. Poor man and old woman. Wait a second, what's that? <laughs> the skeleton seems to be clutching something. You didn't notice at first because it's mostly covered in sand.
0: You brush the sand off,
2: revealing some kind of old radio.
0: Take that radio. You pick up the
2: radio and pour a lot of sand out of the speakers. That probably won't be an issue.
0: Um, turn on radio.
2: You flip the switch and
0: white noise blasts
2: out from the speakers. This radio probably isn't going to be very helpful unless you find a new antenna for it. Yeah, I I probably should have made it that it automatically
0: examined it before switching it on. (laughs) No, that's, that's not necessary. I don't believe so. Jenny, what do you think?
1: Um, I don't think it's necessary. Either. Well, now you know it doesn't have an antenna. Um,
0: let us then, um, go back west. And I suppose that takes another five minutes.
2: Uh, it should have, but it didn't.
0: <laughs> All right. All right. Those are the speedrun strategies.
1: <laughs> Bank error in your favor. Woo!
2: Um, so now you're back gonna, at the Big Rock. Um,
0: and back to the west is where you started. And we don't have... Although we saw other stuff from up top of the Big Rock. Yes, but... We can't get anywhere from here. That's right. Okay. Then let's go back west. Okay. And then west again to the Cactus...
2: Um, here you are back where you were dumped in the first place
0: the rock is still there
2: I mean where else would it have gone
0: um, the main rock the boring rock yeah yeah, yeah we no never bothered rock. to examine so it's probably boring um, still want to go west let's examine the boring rock yep Let's smooth the rock about half your height and just
2: as wide um, so now because the radio is on every turn it's it's just saying white noise continues to blast out of the radio speakers,
0: so that okay. that's probably annoying. Uh, no, that's very calming. <laughs> I rely on white noise to uh,
1: to go to sleep,
0: clear my thoughts, oh. to get to sleep, absolutely, and sometimes uh, just to uh, erase other distractions. Let's see. Uh, go west to the cactus.
2: Um, you stand in front of a tall, lonely cactus. You're actually surprised
0: there aren't more around.
2: Isn't the desert meant to be full of them? There are some dusty clothes caught in the cactus spines. Um, back east is the smooth rock you slided it out. to the west. You can see, can see an oasis. And then your view is blocked in every other direction. <laughs> so there's... Uh, just so that yeah. um, players couldn't arbitrarily get from one, one room, I guess, to another... I just put a lot of
0: sad dunes between everything. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm trying to remember... Hasn't there been a game... Another game where there was... Uh, ostensibly you could walk in any direction? Um, I guess I-Zero might have had something like that.
1: I never played I-Zero. You didn't? No, I
0: guess I should. Oh my gosh! It's so good. Okay. It's the best.
1: I'll go play um, it now.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's fine. We'll wait. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Should I play it and then we can all play it out loud? Oh. And then we'll have podcast um,
0: I like. I, I would prefer to think that in this game, you can type in play I-Zero <laughs> and it loads up.
1: Oh, that's so good.
0: That's not a verb I recognize.
1: <laughs>
0: ah. <laughs> um. I have wanted... Um, so you're, you're a couple in front of, of a of cactus days, to um, with some
2: some dusty clothes caught in the spines.
0: Yes. Let's take those clothes uh I wouldn't do this in real life, but because it's the vampire's hands and not mine, I'm not worried about it. (laughs) You carefully remove the clothes from the cactus, only pricking your fingers a few times. You spend
2: a moment being thankful that the cactus wasn't silver, and then another moment wondering how much a silver cactus would be worth. Hmm.
0: Um, examine clothes.
2: A plain shirt and some pants. The inside seems to be covered in ash, and all the pockets are full of sand.
0: Oh, no. This is an ex-vampire. Oh, no.
1: This is a grim warning of our ultimate fate.
2: Because the the character doesn't seem to react to it, I like to think of it as quite dim.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably (laughs) a safe bet.
2: Which I think is probably the case in a lot of text adventures, actually.
1: I mean, they're wearing a band t-shirt, but they don't seem to know what band it is.
0: That's true. Can we that's true. examine the t-shirt very closely? <laughs> Can we examine the t-shirt?
2: Um, it examines your
0: shirt rather than the one you just picked up. Is that a problem? That, that's what the one I meant,
2: yeah. Um, this is a shirt for a band called Skullcap, and features a oh, flaming, screaming skull wearing a monocle and a top hat. Maybe I changed it. <laughs> okay. um, it always bothered you that despite this band's name, a top hat isn't really a cap. You mostly wear this thing out of habit nowadays, but man, you used to love this band. Yeah, I think you're right, yes. Jenny. I think it used to not know what it was, but I think I might have changed it at some point.
0: That's a skeleton and a skull in the same game. A flaming screaming
1: good. skull. And a, a monocle.
0: <laughs> well, I can take a lever monocle. What? I don't care about monocle. What?! Ryan! Hey, I know that it's an unpopular stance, but doesn't that make me all the braver for (laughs) sticking to it?
1: I guess so. I forgive you.
0: If people disagree with you violently, you must be right.
1: (laughs) Um, I don't think that's true.
0: Well, think about how everyone who disagrees with you violently is wrong.
1: Well, yeah... but I disagree with them violently and I'm not wrong
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot you've got to learn (laughs) let's
3: just
1: just play the vampire game
0: okay um, go east and go north oh sorry
2: um, before we do that uh, you
0: didn't look uh, west where
2: the um
0: the Oasis was.
2: <gasps>
0: That's right, I forgot the Oasis. Let's go back to the Oasis. You know, it's too bad it's already, like, 2.45 a.m. It's, mm.
2: it's 2.23. Oh.
0: At the Oasis.
2: <laughs> Put
1: your camel to bed.
0: You... you... What...
2: You see a small pool of perfectly clear water. It looks refreshing. Um, A happy little sapling is growing
0: next to the water. A happy little sapling. Take sapling.
2: (laughs) (laughs) With a sickening crack, you snap the happy sapling and take most of it with you, leaving only a sad-looking stump. Congratulations, you have successfully murdered one of the few living things around
0: here. Mm-hmm. And now I have a stake, with which to stake upon my enemy vampire. Mm. Or can I stab me with sapling? No, I'm sorry. Okay. You. I mean. Does it? You can just type. Does it know the v- verb stab? Because I might need that later.
2: I'm actually not sure.
0: So that might be too specific.
2: Um, I know you can fight things, like attack
0: and hit and stuff, but... Oh, okay. Um, attack me.
2: You'll kick anyone's ass. You'll even kick your own ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, can I look into the uh, pool? Um, it's surprising to see an open source of
2: water in the middle of the desert. It's only a few meters wide, but perfectly clear. You can see a reflection of the moon and stars in the, in the surface. Despite what the stories might say, vampires actually have no problem with water at all. You can drink it and swim in it as long as it hasn't been blessed. You can't cross any running water, though. Um, that's something your people are still trying,
0: still working to overcome. Hmm. And I don't know why vampires can't cross running water.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I actually tried looking it up for this and couldn't
0: really find much about it.
1: One thing I like about this game is that you've stuck to a lot of the vampire rules and that makes things really <laughs> complicated for the PC Yeah. in ways that we're going to get to later.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there are a couple I had to cut out um, because, I, I mean... If you ever do any research on vampires, um, there are a lot of really specific things and a lot of really specific different types. So, I think I might have mixed a few. I'm not sure.
1: So, what are the most interesting things that didn't make the cut?
2: Um, I'm trying to think now. I mean, I mean, there's like you know silver and garlic and steaks
0: and stuff. Um,
2: mm-hmm. Running water.
0: Um. I wanted to include... Counting grain? <laughs> I forgot oh. about it's that counting one. I <laughs> grain. I, I heard there.
1: about okay. where you get a vampire to start counting grain and then they can't stop.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I was going to include a puzzle with mirrors as well, but um, that didn't end up making it in. Um, Those are tough to write. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also the running one, and that was going to be a puzzle. Um, but I couldn't really justify there being a uh, you know, a tiny stream in the desert that you couldn't just (laughs) walk around. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, So, was there anything else in this oasis? Uh, Just the water. The sapling which you murdered. Sure. Okay. Poor
1: happy sapling. Bob Ross Uh, is going to kick your (laughs) ass.
0: Is that why you called it happy? Because of Mr. Ross? I called it a happy sapling because of Animal Crossing.
2: Oh, yeah!
0: <laughs> okay. Legit. Which, I think that, takes, that means you've been talking
2: about Animal Crossing for the last
0: couple podcasts in a row. Oh, yeah. So. Sure. This is an Animal Crossing podcast. <laughs> Make no mistake. Um, let's go east, and then east, and then north.
2: Okay. Uh, you trudge th- through the sand. It takes a while. Um, you step into another Not-descript patch of desert Huge sand dunes tower over you To the west, east, and north But you see gaps between them Leading northwest and northeast Way back south Through a path between the sand dunes You can make out a, a large cactus And an even
0: larger rock So
2: that's back where you came
0: So it was it Northeast and northwest Or northeast and southeast uh, Northeast and northwest are the new places Okay um, let's go northwest.
2: You grumpily kick your way through the sand. <laughs> Not far to the north, you can see an abandoned car. A little west, you see what looks like a tent. And um, then sand dunes blocking your path, except southeast, back where you came. There's a okay. lot of really repeated text in this, which um. Uh, I I sort of needed to put in so that players had a a sense of where they were. Mm.
1: Um, yeah. It's a little hard to internalize this map for some reason. Yeah. At least I had trouble with it.
2: And I I did make a few improvements since the version you tested, um, but it's still kind of a mess. (laughs) It's really hard to to make a game that is both about being lost in the desert and (laughs) finding the way to (laughs) stuff. Sure. Um, but, you know, writing this has helped me a bit, and I'm working on another game where uh, I can use what I've learned from this, so it's not all bad. That's awesome. And I guess um, well, reading it out is also helpful so that I can just skip it.
0: That's true. We prefer to play games, I think, where you repeat a lot of stuff, because then we can just say, and then it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then you win. Save time that... Yeah. <laughs>
1: Good job. Well, Let's play one Orion's Ryan's games. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for having um,
0: us. So, the um, tent and the car weren't in this area. They're not in this area.
2: There. Uh,
0: the car is north and the tent is west. Let's go west to the tent. Oops. Um, a
2: heavy-duty tent in the middle of nowhere. Looks like a good place to hide from the sun. A string of garlic clothes hangs on on the front of the tent. The smell is overpowering. Um, A sealed can is here. It looks like it must have been dropped by whoever
0: put up the tent. Okay. Examine tent.
2: A heavy-duty tent held in place with six metal pegs. It looks like it's specially made to protect campus from the harsh sun in a desert environment. Perfect. Um, take a can, of V. You pick up the canned meat. Might come in handy, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, can I open it with my fangs? Like in a goofy movie. <laughs> I wish I'd thought of that. Um you'd need a can opener for that. Do you have a can opener? Oh, you don't? <laughs> Um, Do you remember that in the Goofy movie, the uh, music artist's name was Powerline?
1: I remember that I never saw the Goofy movie.
0: It's called A Goofy Movie. Uh, A See? (laughs) The Goofy Movie is the sequel. Oh. (laughs) I think the sequel was like a very Goofy Movie.
1: (laughs) I I saw N Goofy Movie. Oh, yeah? That one was pretty bad.
0: I saw a goofy movie because I forgot to put the <laughs> indefinite article when I was writing this in inform.
1: I saw a goofy movie, it, comma, a. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was all right.
0: Examine the can.
2: The label literally just says canned meat, and the letters are textured to look like raw meat. This might be the grossest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> ah,
1: did, I, did I tell you guys about Riff's can of potted meat? That no. he no longer has, but he he carried around um, for a while, so that he would never starve, because he could always find something else to eat besides <laughs> his can of fruit. Wow,
3: it's good yeah. good motivation, I guess. <laughs>
2: um, oh, you pause for a moment to take off your shoes and then tip them upside down, emptying out all the sand you accidentally collected. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. Um, Now let's enter the tent.
2: You try to go in the tent, but the presence of the garlic
0: nearly makes you vomit.
2: You're going to have to deal with that first. Take garlic. You can barely bring yourself to even look at it, let alone think
0: about touching it.
2: You're You're going to need to use something with some reach to do
0: anything about it. Oh, okay.
2: Hinting!
1: So we'll
0: need, like, an umbrella... Sure. Some kind of hooked umbrella, a shepherd's crook. Mm. I just now had the uh, weird feeling that um, vampires are afraid of shepherds (laughs) crooks the same way that they're afraid of crucifixes, because they're like an oblique symbol of Jesus.
1: Because Jesus was a shepherd?
0: Yeah.
2: Have you read... uh, That would be pretty good. Have you read *I Am Legend? Uh, no. I haven't either. It's pr- it's pretty good. Um, y- you would have at least heard of the movie, I'm sure. Sure. Which was vaguely based
0: in the book, but not really. Um, but well, there was a Vincent Price movie, too. That right? one was pretty good, actually.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: oh, okay. I think it had a different name. I don't remember. But anyway,
2: there was a, a vampire in the book, I think, that was not Christian. Like, it, when it was human, it wasn't Christian, so it wasn't afraid of crosses or something Oh, There's some huh. s- they like established that vampires of different religions were afraid
0: of different things
1: that's pretty cool yeah
0: so he was afraid of moon and stars something like that, I don't <laughs> remember the specifics whenever he saw the moon and it was near a star and it was a crescent moon he was like Ugh! <laughs> oh, can't just kind of go outside on on those nights I guess yeah like a werewolf of sorts so um, I guess we go back east and then north to the car oh you can actually I think you can just go northeast to the car directly
2: well 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 yes (laughs) Um, that saved you one minute Hey. Um, the only thing in this patch of sand is a, an abandoned car. You're not really sure what it's doing here.
0: Uh, enter the car.
2: You need to open the
0: door first. Jeez. Undo. <laughs> okay. Because that took a minute, didn't it? Did. It did. It shouldn't have, but yeah. it did. Um, then open the door then enter the car. Can I
1: just say that cars uh, are a weird thing when you have to implement them?
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm pretty sure I complained about this on a previous podcast. Oh, yeah. Taco taco Fiction? fiction. Yeah.
1: Okay, then we'll skip that. So everybody go back and listen to that part of the Taco Fiction.
0: Well, I don't... I guess we need to use our time wisely because we're going to turn into ashes. Uh Um, The Um, car door opens with a creak sound. I I
2: guess me just Uh, saying that doesn't emphasize that that it was a very extended E. (laughs)
3: Mm.
0: Oh, I see. Um, I'm trying to. I was trying. Never mind. I was trying to think of a word that actually was what it described. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like an onomatopoeia is supposed to be that, but it really isn't. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think word is a word. Sure. But that's uh, about as good as you get, uh, at least as far as I can think of. Anyway, enter the car.
2: You sit down in the driver's seat. Ugh, this car is a dump. It has clearly been abandoned a long time, and whoever left it must have reasoned that cleaning it up wasn't the priority. Looks like someone has removed the steering wheel and the radio, too. There's rubbish everywhere. Junk food wrappers, empty bottles, and of course, lots of sand. On the other side of the car is the glove compartment, and above the front window are those doohickeys that you pull down to stop the sun getting in your eyes. What are they called? Sunshields? Oh hey, aren't people always hiding keys in those things in movies? Looking, <laughs> looking in the back seat, sticking out from the rubbish, is what appears to be ahem, an adult, adult magazine of some kind. The driver's side door is currently
0: open. We can't put this entire podcast online. <laughs> There's a dirty magazine. Oh, no.
1: Well, it's okay, because we can't see any of the pictures. It's true. So we can we can just read the articles.
0: Hey. <laughs> um, well, before we pick that up, I want to look in the sunshields to find the keys to the tent. Um, oh, sorry. Just examined it. Um,
2: it's one of those things to block up. Block the sun while you're driving. You're not, com- you're not confident that it will save you from the sunrise, though. <laughs> the sun-, sun shield is currently up, not protecting you from anything.
0: So if I lower it, is lower the verb?
2: You pull down the sun shield, expecting the key to fall out of it and into your lap, just like in the movies. You sh- you're shocked when a massive spider falls onto your lap instead. <laughs> you don't get a good look at it because you're too busy freaking the heck out, but you're pretty sure it's one of those really nasty ones. You flail about, quickly sending it flying out into the desert and closing the door just in case it comes back for revenge. You close your eyes... This an
1: Australian game.
2: <laughs> That's true.
1: So that yeah. spider is terrible.
2: You close your eyes and take a few deep breaths, trying to calm down until the adrenaline fades away. That was not a key at all. <laughs> um, so Five minutes passed Because you were too busy freaking out <laughs> It is 3.02am three,
0: okay, okay. Well, we're definitely gonna die Wait, sure Um, again mm-hmm. Let's open the Glove box You open the glove compartment Revealing a
2: chocolate bar There isn't even a single glove in here Someone was using it
0: wrong no one has ever put a... Never mind. Let's take the chocolate <laughs> bar. Can we enjoy chocolate in our grim, undead state?
2: Maybe not this one. The chocolate bar disturbing disturbingly as you pick it up. Oh hey, the car key was underneath it. Hey.
0: Okay. Um, now can I... Oh, I get it, I get it. We'll put the radio in the... Slot where the radio goes, mm. then turn on the car, and the car antenna will, will activate the radio, and we'll get to listen to this American life <laughs> or this Australian life.
2: Sure, so, you can try that.
0: So, um, what was the first? Um, um so you just let's turn on the car first. Without an ignition or steering wheel, this car is going nowhere. Oh. Oh. Um, put radio in the place where the radio goes.
2: <laughs> you can't see anything like that from here. That would have actually been a, a cool
0: solution that I wish I'd thought of. Um, take Dirty Magazine. After looking around and making sure you're not
2: being watched, you grab the corner of the magazine and pull it out from under the rubbish. Let's see what we've got here. Hot Sacks, the world's number one jazz news magazine. Oh well, you totally read the wrong title.
0: Okay. Let's read it. <laughs> Twenty minutes go by. Let's read all about that. <laughs> this magazine
2: titled "Hot Sex" is apparently a required reading for a fan of jazz. Looking at the title, you can't help but feel a little disappointed.
3: Hmm.
1: You can't
2: read it. Mm.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: yeah, you would have had to research not only vampires but jazz. That's true. Yeah, on a deadline.
0: Yeah,
2: who has time for that? Nobody.
0: Because we're going to die in that's a desert. I tell you to write what you know. That's a good point, actually. I hate it. Uh, a, a magazine about you know uh, vampires. Th- the wall of your the room where you wrote it, <laughs> so that you, you could describe the, the magazine in detail. Oh man,
1: I look wall of my own room monthly.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, I I do kind of wish that um
2: because I think I had three three months or so to write this game, um but also to learn the program. That I was writing it in mm-hmm. from scratch, so um, yeah. And I think I spread myself a bit thin um, because there's a lot going on in this game, and not all of it is relevant. Um, mm. And I kind of wish I'd done uh, what you did, Jenny, in Dinner Bell instead, with you know, one room. One room. Describe yeah. everything in detail.
1: <laughs> yeah, I cannot recommend that enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, in Dinner Bell, though. Um, every single thing is relevant. That's true, yeah.
1: There's one thing that's just flavor, and then I had to put a lot of words on it saying, no, this is just flavor.
0: (laughs) Was that the diagram of the arm?
1: Oh, no, that's also flavor. Huh, but people didn't try to do anything with it like they did with the broken vinyl record pieces.
2: Oh, that's right, yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. That was basically in there so that I could put in a weird joke about them playing morning bird recordings at you that were actually just a guy making bird noises. And that (laughs) guy was the guy who used to play Aunt Jenny's Canary in the uh, radio shows for the Spry Corporation, which was a competitor to Crisco that is deceased now, but they used to have their own radio program. Yeah, speaking of research... That joke anyway, has I don't so know many layers. In the game, I know. And it's not even funny.
0: Um, I'm sure it was funny in, yeah. in context. To me,
1: maybe. I don't know.
0: Spry is a weird <laughs> word. It is. Yeah. yeah.
1: Why would you call your Crisco competitor that?
0: Um, but what I mean is that um, making everything relevant mm. um, had... The effect mm. of making the game like a puzzle box, uh-huh. very tightly focused. Yeah. And in this game, um, because there are a bunch of extraneous details, um, you. I guess that's part of getting into the character of mm-hmm. this guy who's looking around for.
1: Sure, sure, for anything that's going to be relevant and life saving. There's a lot of stuff that's just spiders falling on you, (laughs) and it works.
0: Um,
2: I guess also the fact that there's, I think, four different endings, or five if you count dying. Um, So (laughs) there are four different places you can go to for safety, Um, so all the items that are relevant to get to one place might not be relevant for another place, so there's a lot of things that seem useless that you actually just need for something else. Okay. I only
1: ever managed to find one ending So I hope that we can find another one
2: You got the Radio one right? Hey
0: hey <laughs> I hey Did Cut it out I did. <laughs> Okay sorry <laughs> Um, Let's exit the car Because now we've found oh, before you do that, The keys I would like to remind you that yeah. you saw the key But you did not pick it up mm. Oh we better take that dang key if you pick no, up the car key. <laughs> um, and then... Um, I'm gonna break the antenna off of the car. Um,
2: oh, you can't see anything like that from here, so you need to be outside to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so exit car... Oh god, you
0: need to open the door first. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, sorry, I'll undo that. S- save you a few precious minutes. Mm-hmm. Nobody should um, ever put a car in a text adventure video game, ever. Yeah, no, they're terrible. Or any terrible. type of vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, yeah, I mean, it it's... Really the outside of the car is a room, and the inside
2: of the car is a room. I kind of wish I'd just made it a, a big container instead that you could look into and get stuff out of but not really interact with properly.
1: Uh-huh. And then the back seat and the front seat are kind of contiguous, but not really. Yeah. It's weird. Cars are weird.
2: Mm. Yeah. Well, I I didn't um, I considered making it possible to drive as well, but that was way over my head when I was looking at the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the inform stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, that's where the parser really lets you down, right? Like the promise of the parser where you can do anything. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to drive this car you know, I'm going to get in my car and go to the pharmacy like I would in real life, and they're like, ah, uh, I didn't implement a pharmacy, so, no.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, while I was looking through the transcripts that, that you and some other people um, gave me while testing it, there were just so many commands that you typed in that I'd never thought of, mm-hmm. like, which I, I guess is just part of making the game, and that's... What why playtesting is so
0: useful. Like,
3: oh, yeah. Of
2: course
0: they're going to try to do that. Yeah. And you, you because you design the puzzle or whatever mm-hmm. to work exactly the way it works in your head. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, and then, you know, things don't work exactly the way that the player or tester works. And just as indignant as you get <laughs> that they bu- they dared to approach it in a different way, the player always gets indignant. Why doesn't this work the way I expected to? Mm-hmm. So, so we find out that actually there is no universal experience, and we're all islands. Oh God! Can't hope to communicate with each other ever. Oh, I'm so, so lonely. I
2: guess when it comes to text adventures, no one is happy. That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good tagline for the show.
2: Um, okay, sorry, you wanted to take the antenna? Yeah Oops You grab the bottom of the antenna and yank it out of the car Surprisingly, it doesn't get damaged on the way You grab both ends and squish it down so you can just put it in
0: your pocket Um, I'm going to put it on the radio even though this is the ending that Jenny got, so maybe I should be ignoring this part. No,
2: we can do whatever you want. Um, you try to stick the antenna on... Can. You try to stick the antenna on the radio, but it's just not wide enough to slot into place. It jiggles around and falls out if you turn the radio just slightly. You're going to need some way to actually stick it in place. Hmm. You pause for a... Rabbit glue. <laughs> you pause for a moment to spit some sand out of your mouth.
0: Gross. Uh... Sand. A poem about sand by Ryan Veer. Sand. Wand. Gland. Demand.
2: (laughs) Why are you making podcasts Um, when you could be a successful poet?
0: Who says I'm not? (laughs) Um... Remind me, and I'll read you my poem about lions later. Oh,
1: that's a good one. Okay.
0: Um, um, can we go... Um, uh, Jenny, in your opinion, have we exhausted the possibilities of this area?
1: Um, the car?
0: There is something yeah. you can do with the key.
1: Yeah, I think we might be able to open the boot. I can't remember if I ever tried that or not.
0: Oh, well, I think boot is, like, something you wear on your shoe. All right, you guys call it a trunk, don't you? Which is something an elephant wears
2: on its face. (laughs) Or or a tree,
1: Oh man, Now I'm picturing an elephant wearing a boot on its trunk.
0: (laughs) That's like, tapping it along the floor to imitate a person. Oh, that's
1: pretty cute. It's,
0: like, a movie about an elephant who's... um, Infiltrating the Pentagon. Mm-hmm.
1: I'd watch What's that, that noise? So, yeah. Oh, that's just a one-footed person walking along the floor. <laughs> p-
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Don't pay any attention to it. We can
0: see like the underneath of like the bathroom stall. <laughs> <kind of
1: thing. laughs> the audience, like perched up on the toilet, tapping the boot on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good.
0: <laughs> okay, let's open the boot. Um, it seems to be locked. Unlock boot with key.
2: You put the key in the keyhole and turn. You hear a quiet click as it unlocks, followed by a much louder click as the key snaps, getting stuck in the lock. Oh well, at least the boot LOL. is unlocked.
0: Okay, open Das Boot. <laughs> it's the easiest joke, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you open the boot, revealing a crowbar. Woo! Hey! It's a crowbar, but you take
1: it. <laughs> I don't that. <laughs> Nice callback.
0: Was it a crowbar?
1: Um, I think I it think was. It might have been a s-
0: yeah, it was. A screwdriver. It was. was it a crowbar? You used it. It totally was a
1: crowbar. Yeah, that cut the crates open. That's right, yeah. Yeah.
0: I thought I was doing a hilarious fresh take on it's a thing. Oh, but you
1: take. Oh, really? It. No, because you totally yeah. already made that joke and then we referenced that yep. joke. So, do you think we can use the crowbar to get rid of the garlic?
0: Could be, it has a hook on it, if it's like Crowbars That I've Met.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Crowbars That I've Met by Ryan Viter.
0: It's another good poem, uh-huh. or a book of poems, uh-huh. all about crowbars.
1: You should write that book and kickstart it, and I will give you money.
0: Um, me and a friend are in talks to do uh, a book of my animal poems. Oh, nice. Oh, that sounds great. illustrate it.
1: Let me know because I will give you money.
0: Yeah, me too, actually. Maybe you should just give me the money now.
1: I actually do. I support your Patreon.
0: Yeah, same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Don't get greedy. We can't <laughs> yeah. talk about that on the podcast. Oh, you can edit it, it like out. A plug. Okay. So let's um, finish talking about the Patreon. My Patreon. <laughs> <at laughs> Patreon.com slash RCVeter. And go. Um, South, southeast, south, west. No, dang it! Do you want to take the no. crowbar? Stop, you Stop do all anything? that. Take the crowbar. <laughs> go southwest. I was thinking that the garlic was at the oasis for garlic some reason.
1: Garlic at the oasis.
0: <laughs> you shoo away the drunk crows and take the crowbar. Lol. Because that's edit? where the crows. Yeah, drive. yeah. I, I, I remember writing
2: that joke At like 11 at night And thinking it was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> And then reading it the next morning And <laughs> thinking
1: yeah. eh. eh, life's short Yeah Yeah, I have jokes like that
2: um,
0: I have so no you to go? jokes like that Was it southwest, did you say, sorry? Southwest, because that's where the tent is That's right,
2: yeah um, We're back outside the tent a string of garlic clothes hangs on the front. The smell is overpowering.
0: Hook garlic with crowbar.
2: Oh, that's not a verb I
0: recognize. Get, move, use. Let's <laughs> try move. Move garlic. Okay.
2: You stand as close to the garlic as you can handle, and hold the crowbar in one hand while you stretch your arm out as far as it goes. But it's no use. It looks like you need something
0: almost a meter in length to reach that far. No. Uh, and I, an Australian, <laughs> know what a meter <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, I was just oh, saying that too. Oh, I didn't even think of that. It's about I took, like a A meter right? is like three feet. Right? Yeah, it's about...
2: But, yeah. I took extra care to, like, make it so if you type open trunk, it understands it and stuff like that, but um, no, no, you can get stuff when it comes to lengths.
0: Let us then go east and then southeast and then northeast. Thank you, by the way, for pointing out that we had forgotten something in the car zone, because that is one disadvantage of the Yeah, that's
2: that's true. I think there are one or two things that you pick up automatically if you see them, but um, Mm. I tried not to do that too much. But then I guess it also takes Mm. a minute to pick anything up, which is kind of ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Almost there. Almost there. Almost there. Oh, got it. (laughs) Um, Okay, you're in the middle of nowhere. This patch of desert looks pretty much identical to everything else around here. A little north, you can see an old, rundown building. Pretty far to the east, you can see an old church, as well as what appears to be a c- um, cemetery. Walls to the northeast.
1: Well, if we can't do the garlic, I bet we can break. Sh- Jenny. I said that specifically, so you would have to bleep something out.
0: Now I have to go back and bleep out the bitch. <laughs> Oh, no. Um, If we... So, the cemetery is northeast. Uh, yes. Let's go that way for maximum skeletons.
2: Woo! Oh. All you can see in that direction is endless sand. You'd rather not just wander aim- aimlessly.
0: Okay, I've just Oh, so we have to go to the tur- I guess you must. I've
2: clearly screwed something up there. You can get to the cemetery.
0: Well, I better. Or I'm going to be giving this one star on IFDB. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so um, so let's go east. east to the church and then recoil in fear at a cross.
2: You stand in front of an old church, well taken care of despite being in the
0: middle of nowhere.
2: You cringe as you look at it. Most religious buildings are not exactly vampire-friendly. Um, the intimidating church doors are to the east. You see the cemetery gates to the north. A long way northwest, you can see an old run-down building. Oh, I see what I've done there. Accidentally referenced stuff that you can... That it is in that direction, but you actually can't just walk in that direction. You have to go,
0: like, west and then mm. north. Yeah. Um, in the webcomic fans vampires were afraid of symbols of faith if the bearer of that symbol actually believed in it.
2: Hmm. Oh, okay, so it's not a, it wasn't and about the symbol so, itself.
0: Well, I mean, like, you couldn't, you, you couldn't, like, if you were a devout Christian, you couldn't uh, get the vampire to leave just by believing Christianity, You had to have the symbol with you, I think. Okay. Um, But what they did, because this is a comic strip, a bunch of comic graphic web thing, about a bunch of nerds, they were able to repel the vampire with the live long and prosper (laughs) sound. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It was really dramatic when it happened, but now that I explain it out loud Mm. years later, Mm -hmm. it sounds kind of lame. I
2: don't know. I find a lot of things are kind of like that. While you're experiencing them, it's, you know, much better than when you're just t- telling someone later. Yeah, especially like
1: webcomics from 2004 that you tell people to read, and then they read them, and then they come back and they just look at you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are we talking about the same thing? Where did you get that date?
1: Uh, I mean, that was a talking date... talking
0: about Pokey the Penguin?
1: No! Actually...
0: I think Pokey the Penguin holds up.
1: Did you? Did we have this conversation when Jim was maybe going to play his Pokey the Penguin game, or was that a conversation I had just with Jim?
0: Uh, We discussed that briefly, but I don't think we got into anything specific. Why don't you tell us now?
1: (laughs) Um, So uh, before we decided to do the Frog Fractions game, we were talking about doing this game that Jim made with a friend of his that was a parody of Pokey the Penguin, which I have never read.
0: I've
3: right.
1: never heard of. It. It's apparently just really old randomness, Ryan. Why don't you tell us?
0: Um, I think the best thing for us and for our esteemed listeners to do is to go to um, Yellow Five. What is it? The URL has Yellow Five in it. Yellow Five, the number five dot com slash pokey, and Pokey the Penguin is a comic strip that. Uses a lot of randomness and uh, crude MS Paint graphics, and uh, is just great in my opinion.
2: Sounds fantastic, actually. Mm.
0: Yeah, and then you should There's go a to
1: supermegacomics dot com,
0: which is the one that you were saying that was from two thousand four that doesn't hold no, up.
1: No, no, Super Mega Comics is awesome, but it's oh, very okay. uneven. Sorry, what were you going to say about Pokey?
0: Originally, I was going to say that you brought up Pokey uh, as the thing from two thousand four that didn't hold up. Um, but uh, you you were saying that Jim had a Pokey the Penguin, a parody of Pokey the Penguin. Uh huh. Called parody or homage? uh,
1: Maybe a little bit of both. Proudly, the puffin. Proudly, proudly, Proudly the puffin.
0: (laughs) Prodly, yeah. okay, uh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Does it? Yeah, because prodly and pokey, like prod and poke.
1: Oh! <laughs> oh, that is a click sound. Wow, okay.
0: <laughs> so. So. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, Enter church.
2: That's not something you can enter. I know you can go east. Oh yeah,
0: okay, yeah. You can't even get near the door. Consecrated ground, remember? Okay. Um maybe if I dig the ground and <laughs> displace it using a spade or shovel.
1: Do you have a spade or shovel? No?
0: you dig
2: through the sand at your feet but all you find is more sand
0: nice is this the kind of thing where in one of the nondescript zones you can dig and find the treasure maybe (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) hey um, let's go north To the Skellington Zone. You
2: half-heartedly head towards the cemetery gates, expecting resistance since you can't enter consecrated ground. Yep, you run into an invisible wall any second now. You pass through the gates without an issue. Huh, looks like someone cut some corners while setting this place up. This cemetery is (laughs) definitely not consecrated. Um, Cemetery. It seems weird to see a cemetery in the middle of the desert, but you suppose it makes sense for one to be behind a church? The most surprising thing is that it's apparently still in use. The ground feels different under your feet. Looking down, you notice that it's much more dense than the rest of the sand in this desert, probably making it easier to dig graves. Um,
1: That sounds like a hint Mm. about digging.
2: Let us. The entire cemetery is surrounded by walls. You see a small building that you assume must be the
0: gravedigger's shack to the east. The lights are on inside. Oh yeah. So he's going to want to race us.
2: <laughs> there, there are a whole bunch of graves in many and varied
0: conditions, some of them are brand new. Um, let's just straight up dig first. This is not the time to start a life of grave rubbing.
1: No! Um,
0: When's a uh, better time, though? Grave,
1: yeah,
0: being in a grave would defend us from the sun's harmful rays, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know if I established,
2: like, actually said in the text because I may have forgotten, but um, I decided that in this world vampires still need to breathe.
1: Hmm. Oh, okay. Man, this world is really crappy for vampires.
2: Yeah, I actually implemented a lot of commands, like turning into bats and things and you know, just talks about how you can't do that because that's just fiction.
1: (laughs) Anne Rice, this is not.
0: Um, did they turn into bats in Anne Rice?
1: Um, no, but they were generally more empowered and had lots of sex all the time.
0: That's, that's true. And really, isn't that all the
2: matters?
1: <laughs> yeah, do you want to turn into a bat, or do you want to get some? Um, actually, I would kind of want to cu- turn into a bat.
2: Yeah,
0: sounds awesome, actually. Fly.
1: And that sounds pretty good, c- so yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but a bat has to eat mosquitoes. You
1: don't have to.
0: That's the bat's duty. <laughs>
1: that's why we even have bats.
0: So just the like... first duty of every bat is to eat mosquitoes.
2: <laughs> so you just turn into a bat once and then that's
0: it? You're just a bat forever? Or can you change back?
1: Oh, I think it would be better if you could change back.
0: Oh yeah, if, if we're talking about a one-time thing, yeah. then no way. Yeah. Um, By the way,
2: it is 3.47 yeah. a.m.
0: Thank you. I think we can make it. Um, Enter shack. Or go to the direction of the shack. Oh, sorry, that's uh, east. Um,
2: Outside the gravedigger's shack. A cute little cottage looking very out of place here at the edge of the cemetery. Through the nearest window you see a man who you assume is the gravedigger. The door to the building is east. The rest of the cemetery is back west, and an
0: old wooden shed is to the north. Hmm. Enter shack Let's suck this guy's blood You can't go through a closed door You're not a ghost
2: <laughs> uh, Open door Somebody is clearly home Maybe you should knock first Through the window you see the gravedigger coughing Then taking a sip of his tea
0: Yeah let's let's knock on the door
2: You knock loudly on the door, startling the gravedigger. Through the window you see him flinch enough to bump the table, causing his tea to fall to the ground and breaking the cup. He stands up and looks in your direction, but as he takes a step towards you, his foot gets caught under the rug and he trips over. When you realise that his head is about to hit the corner of the table, you cover your eyes. Crack. When you feel brave enough to look again, you see the gravedigger's unmoving body as a pool of blood slowly spreads from his head, mixing with the spilled tea. Before you have time to react, a glowing humanoid shape emerges from the gravedigger and starts floating around the room. Great, that would be his ghost. You stand frozen for a while, mouth open and eyes wide in disbelief. That was the worst thing you've ever been accidentally responsible for.
1: Congratulations, you just murdered one of the few living things around here.
0: Um, I'm I'm big into this I can handle <laughs> murdering this guy um, Yeah, now I'm going to knock on the door
2: You knock on the door but the ghost doesn't react
0: Open door
2: It seems to be locked
0: uh, Knock on window
2: You knock on the window but nothing happens
0: Huh.
2: But there should have been a specific yeah. command there. But, you know, the ghost ignoring you.
0: Well... Whatever, dude. <laughs> uh, fine. Let's go north to that cool shed. Um, a crudely with all the shovels.
2: A crudely constructed wooden shed. The planks are warped and cracked, and there's a big hole in the ceiling. A single lonely shelf is attached to the back wall with a rod of tape on it. You shift your weight, and the floor
0: groans in protest. Okay. I totally spaced out and (laughs) don't remember any of the things (laughs) that are in this room.
2: There's a shelf with some tape. A roll of tape.
0: Okay. Takey tapey.
2: You pick up the roll of tape. Apparently you get to begin your next scrapbook. You shift your weight... Write a
0: scrapbook about how I escaped the desert.
2: (laughs) You shift your weight and the floor groans in protest again.
1: Is that a hint? Can we search the floorboards?
2: Um, Made of walked... Oh, sorry, look for... Made of walked wooden planks, just like the rest of the shed. You're really concerned the whole thing is going to collapse. You notice a particularly loose plank near the back corner.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, let's move it!
2: Okay. Uh, oh. Okay, you can't move the plank apparently but you can take it. Um, okay. You easily pulled the loose plank out of the floor because it wasn't even nailed down.
0: You see wow. a key in the gap.
2: Hey.
0: hey. Let's take that key. Okay, Graham Nelson. You grab the key. <laughs> it's not my Graham Nelson. No. This is my Graham Nelson voice. Oh,
1: they're very similar.
0: Oh, this is, this is a very different voice. Oh, God,
1: that's creepy. Hey.
2: Let's take that key.
1: That's like a murder voice, right?
2: Jeez. Well, that's you like, have the key. Batman. Please don't kill me. <laughs> How
0: can you say that a murder voice is like Batman? What is the one thing Batman won't do?
2: Well, I
1: mean...
0: Murder. Batman never no, kills sometimes. I,
1: I, no, I'm I'm not Okay, I'm not accusing Batman of murdering. I'm saying the Batman voice and murder voice are very similar tonally.
0: Yeah, and I'm saying that as Batman, <laughs> I'm very offended. I noticed while we were editing or while I was editing <laughs> the um, the non clash podcast, mm-hmm. which uh Zach cleverly ty- titled Type Out oh. uh, <laughs> Um that I, I there was a point where I made a joke where I was implying that I was Batman, uh-huh. and I don't think you picked up on it at all.
3: Wow!
0: Do you remember anything like that? No! Okay. Uh, I didn't edit it out, what were you, what, so eagle-eyed okay. listeners will be able to tell that there's a point where I'm trying to convince Jenny that I'm Batman. What about in a kind of a roundabout way? What, what, what about, about eagle-eyed
1: cherry? Will eagle-eyed cherry be able to tell?
0: Is that the cherry from Wee's playhouse
1: no that's nina cherry's brother she's
0: who's nina cherry? she
1: sang buffalo stance and i don't remember what he sang but he also sang some songs and his actual name is eagle eye cherry and he was oh, okay. famous briefly in the 90s
2: oh for having the it 90s cool yeah i was <laughs> a baby back then so <laughs> <sighs> I mean, for old the nineties.
1: Right, I was a baby. right. Okay, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I'm old.
0: <laughs> no, I remember a lot of the nineties. I remember Space Ghost Coast. Oh Earth. yeah,
1: that was a good show.
3: Yeah.
0: That's the first thing I think of when I think about the nineties, and that there's nothing else.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're basically fine with just that. Yeah.
0: Oh, and uh, Primus, which is a band that had ads that were on during space Ghost coast to coast oh
1: sure sure um was the brack show on in the 90s or the 2000s
0: i think it was by the 2000s okay or it was like 99 because that think about that aesthetic Mm -hmm. it's clearly in a post 9 11 world um clearly hmm Let's take this key <laughs> oh. back to the Gravedigger Shack. You, you took okay, that, like, five minutes ago. Oh, sure. Um, Let's go out. Okay, now you're south or back south. Back outside the Gravedigger's house. And now unlock door with the key. You unlock the wooden door. Woo! Open that door. You open the wooden door?
2: Yeah. Clearly forgot to put specific messages in for a lot of things.
0: Uh, go inside. Into or er, east or whatever. Enter door. I'm gonna say enter door. probably works.
2: Huh. Apparently you just tried to go behind the house.
0: Uh, huh. Hey. East I think it is. Yeah.
2: You prepared to step through the open doorway, but are stopped by an invisible wall. All oh, right. You need to be invited inside. You don't think the ghost's going to do that? Maybe there's another option.
1: Can we find an invitation? <laughs> <laughs> Would that work if you found an invitation to someone's house that was not addressed to you?
2: There's a um, I th- uh, an item in this that very few playtesters found that was not supposed to be hidden at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's used for that sort of thing. Um, I don't okay. want to spoil anything. Once you get to a certain area, you will know exactly what it is.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: That's ominous. <laughs> I think it's exciting. Um,
0: l- let's go then to... S- um, I don't think the answer is here. No. So I'm going to go east and then south and then east, and then north, to get to that abandoned building. East, south. Uh, whoops. No. Undo, because you just tried to go back inside. Um, west. Oh, east, south, west, west, south, west, north. That's right, yeah. Um, okay, outside abandoned restaurant.
2: The sign. Okay. The sign on the front reads Good Eats. Oh yeah, you remember hearing about this restaurant. Well, not this exact place, but it was a pretty popular chain many years ago. It was a family place with entertainment for the kid, which consist- consisted of those animatronic mascots that always creeped you out. There was a rumour going around that one of the mascots killed a guy, but you're pretty sure that's not true. A sign hangs on the hook inside the door. Um, inside the glass door. The sign... Side, side re- <laughs> Sorry, I'll start that again. A sign hangs on the hook on the inside of the glass door. The side facing you reads, We are open. Come in. Huh. Does that count as an invitation?
0: Um, The glass door
2: of the restaurant... Sorry, the glass door is north. uh, To the northwest, there's a path leading
0: behind the restaurant. So does the um, text about is that an invitation, does that only show up if you've been refused entry into the Gravedigger Shack? That, no, that just shows up when you get here. Um,
2: okay. I think that sign... I think you can be used for two of the endings, actually.
3: Hmm.
0: Well, um, can we go inside of the uh, restaurant from here? I bet we How can break the glass
1: there? with the crowbar.
0: You're so the That's plan. what
1: crowbars are for.
2: You rattle the handle, but it doesn't budge. Maybe you should try it knocking on it instead. Um, knocking? Knocking is involved knocking. because this is something that none of my play testers did and they missed an entire thing.
0: <laughs> okay, let's knock on
2: the door. Oh, that's the wrong... Oh, well. You knock on the glass door. After a moment, a wolf appears at the door, giving you an ice, icy glare. There's meant to be a much bigger introduction for this character, but, um, oh. apparently it's skipped that truck, picked up a different one instead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Uh. Knock on door again. I'm gonna mess with this werewolf.
1: Oh, man. This'll be crazy. I
0: ain't afraid. Huh.
2: Apparently you can't. It, it just skips the command
0: entirely. Huh. Whoa.
2: There's there's oh. definitely still some bugs here. <laughs> that's okay.
0: Um, let's break the window with the crowbar.
2: Woo! Violence!
0: You're not sure how that would help.
1: Oh, come on!
0: Um, I have a, an idea for a game that's not far along enough to say anything about it mm-hmm. yet, but um, the tagline is going to be, Violence is the answer to this. <laughs> yes!
2: I, I, tr- I think I got rid of that default message for all the actions but it may have snuck in a few times
0: sure um, that is the way of the default message <laughs> they always come back <laughs> um, then let's go northwest to sneak around a building and outwit you're not going to talk to the werewolf or anything? Oh, I assumed that I couldn't talk to him through a closed door. But let's ask Werewolf about sign.
2: Oh, sorry, I typed just wolf, but apparently it doesn't recognize that. Um, you point to the sign in the window. Do you need that? Because I'd like it, you say. She looks at the hi- sign and then back at you. Sorry, no, I don't really trust you at the moment.
1: Can we give her meat? Does she like meat?
0: Ooh, we do have meat. We
1: do. We have meat. She's probably got a can opener.
2: Um, you hand the cat meat to her, and a big toothy smile crosses her face. The werewolf looks at you with a smile. Remember, oh, remember this because I'm only going to say it once. She says, "Oh, okay. So because you didn't actually, um, there was a thing where um, she basically exists to give you hints and stuff." Hmm. Oh, um, okay. So if you had tr- tried just typing hint, it would give you advice to find this character and, and ask her <laughs> questions. Okay. Um, so if you if you ask her about a hint and you haven't given her anything, she basically sends you on a little side quest to mm. give her, get her stuff because she's bored. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so no it, problem,
1: lady. I'm just dying in the desert. That's fine.
2: Well, uh, I'll do anyway. your quest. <laughs> originally, the, there was an end. You could become friends with her and she'd invite you in and and the game would end but it didn't really make a lot of sense that oh hey I'll give you these three things and then you know you trust me not to murder you in your sleep or something so now she just exists to give advice um but the downside of I feel
1: like I've trusted people with that after they gave me one thing
2: (laughs) um was that thing a can of meat though?
0: was it? I think in Riff's case it was.
1: Uh, y- yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking uh, specifically of Christopher I I don't want to mispronounce his last name, Christopher Huang. Um, who gave me a piece of Unagi one time when we were at a restaurant and now if he called me up and said do you want to go kill a guy I would say yes.
2: <laughs> Is that just because you're like hmm. murdering or
1: uh, no, I, I, I'm not a fan of murdering, but I really like Unagi. It's really good. It's like the bacon of the sea.
2: I don't have a response to that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, sorry, I, I was saying that uh, the, the downside of the way this is coded is if you don't ask her about. Um, ask her for help before you try giving her stuff, she will just throw advice at you anyway. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. Remember this because I'm only going to say it once, she says. I heard a rumor a while back about an old bunker down south, somewhere near that giant rock. Was there a nuclear scare in this area at some point? Anyway, maybe you can find somewhere to open it. No safe place is no safer than underground, right? She grabs the sign off the hook and hands it to you. This might help you somehow
1: Woo. Okay so if we go back And hang it on the gravedigger shack Does that let us I, Get inside
2: There's only um, one way to find
0: out
1: be, I guess yeah. so My
0: my concern Is whether there's something to hang it on Oh. But if necessary I will lick the back of the sign And then still have stick that, it up against the window We
1: have tape Ryan we have tape
0: Oh my gosh! I just
2: typed inventory. Uh, You are carrying a sign, a spare key, a loose plank, a roll of tape, a crowbar, an antenna, jazz magazine, chocolate bar, an apathetic stick, some dusty clothes, (laughs) and
0: and the radio. You could use that stick to stab the werewolf through the heart.
1: No! She's our friend now! We gave her meat. Bite werewolf.
2: You can't beat up a werewolf. Yeah. It's like a rock, paper, scissors situation. <laughs> werewolf werewolf oh, yeah? beats vampire, vampire beats zombie, zombie beats werewolf, ghost beats everything. Huh. Wow. You,
0: I would like to hear the rationale for that.
2: Um, you glance up at the sky and notice that it's starting to turn from nearly black to more of <gasps> a dark
0: blue color. Oh no. Is it like 4 a.m.? It's 4.30 a.m., yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh gosh. Uh, jeepers!
2: I even took out all the um, yeah. going nowhere, um, taking a turn. But um,
1: Oh yeah. Oh, and that sandstorm thing.
2: Oh, I took that out. That was the oh. first thing I did.
1: Good. Yeah.
2: Should we talk about that? Sure. Yes. Um. So originally, the um, I wanted to emphasise the whole getting lost thing a bit more. So. Sure. Room descriptions did not tell you what was in the adjacent rooms unless you specifically looked. Um, oh, boy. And every turn, there was like a 1 in 50 chance of a sandstorm hitting, which would just put you in a random room and increase the time by like 10 minutes. Um. <laughs> yep. And there are a lot of hidden rooms that were outside the rooms you could actually access. So you, you would end up in this room and o- the only way you could go is you know, um, north, back to the starting position or something, so you'd end up outside of the main map. <laughs> um, and that just confused everyone, and I got rid of
0: it immediately. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a bad idea.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, there's a lot of things in this game that I really liked the idea behind it in the first place, but it just didn't work out. Mm. And that's fine, you know. That's, yeah. Yeah, it's all about learning, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's why you test.
2: Yeah, definitely. I should have probably done another round of testing at some point, but um, because of the the contest, I just didn't have time.
1: Sure, yeah.
2: Um, Okay, so heading heading back to the the shack, did you say? Yes, please. Okay, south. The werewolf makes a what-the-hell type motion as you leave. (laughs) 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 Oh yeah, if if you leave without saying goodbye to her, she thinks it's rude.
1: Aw. Sorry.
0: Um hey, I'm a vampire. Not a Not a politeness. Vampire. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: okay, you're back outside the Gravedigger's uh, shack. Um not okay. through, the table, through the window you see the ghost yeah. going <laughs> then breaking into a
0: coughing fit at the end. A Uh-oh. spooky coughing fit.
1: Oh <laughs> <a> poor guy. <laughs>
0: At least he's getting into the role. Yeah.
1: What about what about an cadaver? Eh? Eh-eh? You might have to
2: explain that one, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: like like etiquette and cadaver. Oh
2: <laughs> That's Anybody? actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know, see hearing things like that said out loud rather than seeing them spelled, there's so much confusing,
3: you know?
1: And I'm trying to figure out how you'd spell it, honestly, and I don't know if it works that way, <laughs> either. Because you'd want to preserve no.
2: the Q. Eddie, Qu- Eddie yeah.
1: yeah. Hi, I'm Eddie Quedever. here to talk to you about life insurance.
0: <laughs> um, so can I put the tape on the sign? Putting things on the sign would achieve nothing. I don't think you need it. Oh, okay. Put sign on window. Uh, putting things on window would achieve nothing. Put sign on door?
2: Yeah, Yeah. there we go. Sorry. Mm. Okay. You hang the sign on the door to the shack. Um, through the window, you see the ghost reaching for the broken cup and then sighing when it can't touch it.
0: Incorporal.
1: We should go in and clean that up for him. I feel terrible.
0: We should go in and clean up that blood. Oh,
1: with With our our stomachs? Yeah. (laughs)
2: Okay. Enter Shack?
0: Yes, please.
2: Okay. Um, You step into the gravedigger's house and get a good look at the mess you were responsible for. Summoning all your willpower, you walk past the blood, the body, and the ghost and close all the curtains in the room. And then do the same to the kitchen, bathroom, and bedroom. That should keep the sun out. Now, what to do about the gravedigger? You drag the body to the corner and throw a blanket over him. You fully intend to bury him, but there's just no time before sunrise. What about the ghost, though? You stand in front of it. Um, hi, you say weakly. There is no response. (laughs) Look, sorry for killing you. It really was an accident. (laughs) Nothing. I'll, I'll bury your body just as soon as I can, I promise. You feel like the ghost is staring at you, but it doesn't even have eyes. You give up you just have to wait until it finally gains awareness, and then maybe you'll be able to help. Going into the bedroom, you settle down in the unfamiliar but comfortable bed, and quickly drift to sleep. You peacefully sleep through the day, but are startled awake after it's dark again. Um, you blink the sleep from your eyes, and you can see the spectral figure of the dead grave floating in the doorway, staring at you in confusion. You open your mouth to talk to it, when a look of recognition crosses its face, followed by rage. Uh oh. Would you like to restart, restore, <gasps> a save, game, quit, or undo the last command?
1: <laughs> oh, did we just get murdered by a ghost?
2: No, that is actually just one of the endings. Um, oh. But I, I took out the you win thing because, you know, there's a ghost who might kill you. I don't know. Uh. Huh.
0: So, um... Is that one, like...
2: That's meant to be one of the Did we yes, win? Yes, it's meant to be you won. Okay. But I guess I didn't make it super clear. <laughs>
1: mm. So there's nothing we can do to keep the ghost from being mad at us.
2: No, right? once you actually step inside one of the safe places, then the game just ends.
1: Yeah. Um and we can't set anything up beforehand different. No,
2: not for this. Um it, I you can like you could have examined the ghost and and it would actually give you a little um information about how ghosts work in
0: this world, I think, but
2: um, nothing
0: useful to the actual game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wouldn't it be possible though to put the sign on the door before the guy gets killed? Or would it force us to knock again?
2: I'm actually not sure. I think if you try to enter the building at all before the guy gets killed, it tells you you have to knock. Okay.
1: So we are a man pyre.
2: <laughs> it's all about manners. It's not it's not even uh, <laughs> it's not that they can't, it's just they're too polite to enter somewhere without an invitation. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, you win. Woo Hey
0: Um I will t- and so I will tell
2: you now yeah? though, um the things that you had in your inventory, uh mm-hmm. The stick is what you needed to get the garlic off the tent. Oh! Um, if you you actually didn't examine many things, th- many things in the game, um,
0: but uh, huh. it actually tells you like how long the stick is, and because oh. you needed something a yeah. meter. Uh, that's on me. I guess getting all excited about stabbing someone. With
1: <laughs> a I never, I never tried the either because I was thinking of the sapling as being maybe eight inches high maximum.
2: Uh, it, yeah if you, you if you saplings, examine yeah. it it tells you how tall it
1: is. A, about a meter. Yeah. <sighs> man. So that
2: there's a about there's about a lot a of a a things in this game actually, that are accidentally really subtle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, uh, s- yeah, so there's there's four endings and that actually took quite a long time Ooh. so I'm sure I'm sure you don't want to play
1: again. Yeah, maybe um, we'll leave it as an exercise to the listeners.
0: Yeah. So you yeah. yeah it sounds good. With... I bet plenty of listeners are thinking, as I mm-hmm. am, I bet I could figure out just based on what I heard in this episode how to get the other ending. Uh-huh. Well, if you get stuck, um, try giving away stuff. Right.
1: Okay. So the meat did come in handy. Yeah. 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 Oh, and the chocolate bar. She'd probably like a good chocolate bar.
0: Mm.
1: No? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dogs don't like chocolate. Well, I guess they do like it, but they can't.
1: Oh, they can't. Okay, so maybe don't give her the chocolate bar.
0: <laughs> give her the chocolate bar if you're going for the ultimate CAD ending where you poison the werewolves to <laughs> steal her restaurant. See, I, um, I when I
2: was making this game in the first place, I did have... Um, I mean, you know, when you start a project you always have big plans and then you start mm. to realize that a lot of them aren't really
3: Mm -hmm.
1: that plausible. Yeah.
2: And I wanted to put in a lot more endings, like one of them where you could um, kill the werewolf and just go inside and stuff like that. Um. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. I find a big part of getting stuff done is just, like, spending a lot of time planning on how you're gonna cut your scope down.
0: (laughs) That's true. Yep. Yeah, it's very sad.
1: Yeah, I also find um, what you were saying earlier <laughs> about things being accidentally very subtle. Yeah, I feel like when you write these things, you feel like you're being super blatant and hitting people over the head with it.
2: And yeah, and I know exactly what you mean. Get it? <laughs> I mean, I guess because the the benefit of writing it is you mm-hmm. you already
3: know how everything works. So yeah,
2: yeah. Like when I when I was playtesting testing this myself, I didn't use any of the testing commands. I just automatically went through, like, typing all the, you yeah. know, north, south, et
3: cetera, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
2: Yep. So, I just got sort of a muscle memory of how to do, do all the, um, endings. It's like, oh, why can't everyone work this out? Why is everyone actually dying? It's not meant to be that tricky, <laughs> but, no, it's just that I already know everything.
0: <laughs> um, we got out before five o'clock, though, right? Uh, yes. I think um,
1: a.m. Why, do you have a dinner appointment at Homeroom?
0: I have a dinner appointment at Homeroom (laughs) where you can get (laughs) great mac and cheese for all ages at 440th Street (laughs) in Oakland.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Homeroom. For nothing. That's
0: not 440th Street. That's (laughs) building number 400 on fortieth.
1: Street. Oh. Okay. That makes yeah.
2: some sense. Those tr- all those
0: um, American streets
2: kind of confuse me, just because that's not how it works here.
1: Have you um, ever been to the intersection of like Fifth Street and Fifth Avenue? Because that's just terrible. I forget where that is.
0: Um, I uh, here in town, there's a place where you're driving down Fifth Street, and then it curves a little, mm-hmm. like not even as an S curve, but then you suddenly are on Sixth Street instead. Ooh. Yeah, that's no fun. I think that like I think actually um like 4th four 4th and 5th streets might cross each other, I think. Don't Oh, I don't like that.
1: that. I don't like that at all. What?
0: I'm going to confirm what those.
2: <laughs> are. Um what why are you doing that? I'll just quickly um uh, one thing I did want to want to add in, which I t- just didn't have time to do, was uh, a thing at the end for amusing things you could do, because I quite mm. like seeing those when I, oh, when I yeah. finish a game. Yeah, um, me too. Sure. So I might might add that in for the next next version I upload. Sure. But, um... I mean, this game was a lot of fun to make, and I think people gener- generally had fun playing it. Um, yeah. But it's still got a lot of problems, and I think... If I had to, in order to fix all of them, I'd probably have to just burn down the whole thing and start from scratch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I wouldn't do that.
1: Yeah. I feel like other than the, the one, like, knock on door bug, we didn't run into anything terrible.
2: Uh, I mean, I guess you can't see, um, because I'm just reading it out, like, it does get really, uh, um, repetitive and annoying how every time you enter into an area, it tells you what is, like, north and east and, and stuff. And all that information. information is comes before the list of objects that are in the current room. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not right. That's something I need to fix up because
3: sure.
1: where
2: you can go next should be last. Because uh-huh. um, I think it caused a lot of people to overlook things that were on the floor in front of them.
1: Yeah, I found it. Um, I feel like I was actually way better at playing this game when you were reading it. Like, noticing the hinting about the floorboards. And I don't know if that was because this is the updated version.
2: It could be. I'm, I'm not
0: sure. Uh, um. uh, the floorboard thing totally went over my head. So, um, I think that this approach of having a um, perhaps more subtle hints than other games, plus the fact that there are several different tracks for success kind of mesh with each other yeah. very mm-hmm. well. well.
2: I think um, one of the annoying things though is because there's that the time factor, like you, you need to try and be aware of how much time things are taking,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: the fact that a lot of objects aren't useful for whatever path you might be going for at the moment, sort of They're at odds with each other a bit and a lot of people in the testing died because you know they were just collecting everything and then realized oh that's that's actually not the way to go (laughs) for this
1: yeah Yeah, and then you get into the interesting narrative justification problem of learning through dying
2: that's true yeah Um, Uh, I actually included um, if you die well, not, not not just if you die, but if, from the start of the game, you can actually ask the Vampire Queen about stuff that's in the desert, like that, that you couldn't know about, and y- usually your responses are like you know useless, but up. But yeah, I did I did, did cool. account for cool. players might maybe wanting to do
0: that.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Um, I designed Verditer with learning by dying in
2: mind. Mm-hmm. That was the one you played
0: with Jim, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I tried to make the timing such that you will probably die your first time and then probably never die again.
2: Oh, that makes sense. Um, I
0: guess... And I think... Sorry. Depending on... Because, you know, NetHack and Roguelikes have the same... Um, basic strategy but they assume a much higher rate of patience Mm, yeah for Mm -hmm. how many times you're going to die um but i think that uh by doing that with vera and uh making people probably die and probably die right before they were going to Mm
3: -hmm. succeed yeah um
0: that's what encouraged excuse me encouraged uh people not only to try again, but in, into getting into this uh, cycle of trying over and over again. Yeah. That if they had succeeded immediately, they might not have entered.
2: Well, Veditor was also a, quite a short game, wasn't it? Like, it yeah, that's true. true. yeah. Um, this, I mean, Endless Sands is, if you don't know what you're doing, which I guess a new player just wouldn't, um, it does take a long time to just to even just wait until the sun comes up and kills you. So, and I think mm-hmm. I think if I was doing this over again, I would make it a shorter game. And yeah, so that learning by dying was a a, um, a thing that actually made sense rather than a thing that takes 2 hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that makes sense because when you when you die after a really long time, then you're like, well, forget mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um You just get
3: angry.
2: I mean, you can just type die. Oh, that's convenient. But, um, yeah, it's hopeless. You're never going to make it past sunrise. You decide to lie down in the sand and just accept your fate. When the sun finally comes up, you meet it with a smile before turning to ash. You are dead.
3: Wow.